Hello, friend. I'm evangelist Mike McCurry, and I can't tell you what it means to me that you would spend a few moments of your Christmas day with us right here on the Bible Track Echoes radio broadcast. From our entire crew, the whole team here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, we say Merry Christmas, and we'll begin next week with saying Happy New Year. I hope you've had a wonderful day already. If you're listening first thing in the morning to this program, let's have a great spirit today. Let's have a great attitude. Let's remember the reason for the season. That's not just some cliche turn of phrase. No, friend, the reason for the season is Jesus Christ. To kick things off today, because it's really the most important part of the Christmas day, is remembering why we celebrate And so, I'm going to read for you Luke chapter 2. That's a great way to spend Christmas, isn't it? With God's Word. Let's read together. Grab your Bible. I'd like you to join me. Luke chapter 2. I'll give you a few moments if you'd like to get the family around. Maybe you'd like to sit down by the fire. I don't know. Maybe you live down in South Florida and it's a balmy day today. If you live anywhere near where I do in the central Illinois area, about two hours south of Chicago is where I live. Our family, we're not venturing outside too much today except to go over to my in-law's place and spend some time fellowshipping and enjoying some time of great food and fellowship and fun, family and friends. Luke chapter 2. Find yourself there if you would. I'd like to read for you this, the Christmas story. Let's read together in Luke 2. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city, And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in the manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds, abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace good will toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go, even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, 
and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. If you'd allow me to interject here for just a moment, many times as we read the Christmas story, we pause there after verse number 20. But I'd like for us to continue on today and continue into the real reason that he came. Verse 21. And when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child, his name was called Jesus, which was so named of the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Ghost was upon him. And it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, then took he him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people Israel. I'll pause here once again and say, we have begun to scratch the surface and see the real reason that he came. He did not come to give us traditions. He did not come to give us a holiday. No, friend. We're beginning to dig deeper. Verse number 33. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary his mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. Yea, a sword shall pierce through thine own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was one Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Aser, and she was of a great age, and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity, and she was a widow of about fourscore and four years, that's eighty-four years, which departed not from the temple, but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And she coming in that instant gave thanks likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. And when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee to their own city Nazareth. And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year 
at the feast of the Passover. And when he was twelve years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days as they returned, the child Jesus tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. But they, supposing him to have been in the company, went a day's journey, and they sought him among their kinsfolk and acquaintance. And when they found him not, they turned back again to Jerusalem, seeking him. And it came to pass that after three days they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the doctors, both hearing them and asking them questions. And all that heard him were astonished at his understanding and his answers. And when they saw him, they were amazed. And his mother said unto him, Son, why hast thou thus dealt with us? Behold, thy father and I have sought thee sorrowing. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not the saying which he spoke, spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. But his mother kept all these sayings in her heart. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. I'd like to turn your attention, if I may, to Luke 2 and verse number 49. And he said unto them, How is it that ye sought me? Wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? I mentioned moments ago that Jesus did not come to give us traditions. He did not come because he thought we needed an extra holiday here at the conclusion of the year. He didn't come because he liked the colors red and green. He didn't come because he liked putting lights on his house around this end-of-the-year time frame. No, friend. He came for a very specific reason. He came because he had business to do. But he did not have his own business to attend to. He had the business of his father who had sent him. What business was that, you may be asking? Well, friend, I'd like to explain in short. On this Christmas Day broadcast, from the desk of the executive director here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, the host of the Bible Tract Echoes radio program, I'd like to tell you why he came. He came to provide a way of salvation for you and for me. The greatest gift of all time was pictured in God's Son, Jesus Christ. Now, there are two distinct groups of people I'm talking to right now. There are those that know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior. And to you I say this, friend, what are you doing or what will you do in the coming days and weeks to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ greater than you currently are now. Maybe you need to use our free tools from BibleTracksInc.org. Maybe you need to contact me directly and ask me for some practical application, some ways that you can do more for the cause of Christ. You can text me, 309-316-7240. Or maybe I'm talking to the other group of people right now. Those of you that are listening to this Christmas Day broadcast and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. Friend, you can get that sorted out 
before it's eternally too late. How can I do that, you may ask? Well, you can realize that first you are a sinner. We all are. And because of that, the penalty for our sin is death and a place called hell. But here's where the good news starts. Jesus Christ paid the penalty for you and for me. And if we simply trust him and accept that free gift, we can spend eternity in heaven. That was a very short synopsis of the salvation plan. If you'd like to follow up, and today would be a great day, I will check my phone on Christmas Day for your text. If you'd like to communicate with me, 309-316-7240. Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.